What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And and I'm pumped today. And I, I think I say this every episode. And I think I say what I'm about to say every episode. But who I have with me, and I'm pointing at her for some reason, even though y'all can't hear her on the, yeah, y'all can't see her on the podcast, but I, good old Clubhouse. I was on Clubhouse the other day, and I'm not actually on Clubhouse very often anymore. And, and I heard her sharing about, about TikTok, and then I went to TikTok to actually see if she was like a blowhard that just knew what to say or if she actually was legit and she was legit. And so I just reached out and was like, Hey, I'm a random dude with a podcast and I think we should do an episode together. And so here we are, Theoni, thank you for coming on the social media mindset podcast. Kyle, thank you for having me. I'm so happy. I turned out to not be, um, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't even know, like, who gave me permission to do that? I think I have, like, four followers on TikTok. So, like, it's definitely not, <laughs> like, I am not the authority of TikTok. And uh, so you could have had, like, eight followers, and I've been like, she's got twice as many as I've got. Let's go. <laughs> but you, you're approaching 80,000 followers on TikTok. Yep. Right? You're, you're almost at 6,000 on Instagram, which, which is no small feat in and of itself. Um that that grows a lot slower than than we're seeing TikTok grow. Yes, and, and so you are doing great on social media to to sh- to. I, I, I get excited and forget stuff. You're in lending, so yes. you've been you've been with Federal Savings Bank for seven years in Delaware. Yep, and you have the ability to to do mortgage loans in all fifty states. License in all of them. Yep, that's it. And and so it's been cool if you go if people go look at your TikTok, which we'll t- we'll give everybody the the link for that in the show notes. Is you're you're kind of showcasing your journey on your map where you're scratching things off. So kind of let go back to like you know eight months ago or so when you really decided that you were going to be intentional with TikTok, like. What is the what do the steps look like to go? I'm gonna be intentional with TikTok, and then you do what? Yeah, well, so here's the thing. I love this podcast because it is it is all about mindset, right? And so I love yep. that we're gonna be able to dive into that a little bit because that's exactly what this was. Um, eight months ago, I was on TikTok for fun all of last year. Of course, um, everybody was. As nobody had anything yeah. else to do at home, um, right? Yeah. So. I was lucky enough to live above my office. So I would come down here and just make TikToks for fun. It wasn't until my mindset changed um, 
And I started talking to people like, what are you going to do after you get out of COVID? Like, what are your plans? Like when everything starts to open back up and then the market started to continue on. And as I was talking to people, I realized education wasn't there, right? People Mm. were scared um, the same way that they were 10 years ago about buying a house because there was no fun way to introduce mortgages to people. So my mindset shifted from my funny little TikToks that didn't really make much sense, but kind of were related to mortgages um, to, hey, let me just educate people in a fun way and see where it goes. So it was all about my my shifting mindset as to what I thought uh, TikTok could do for not just me, but for other people. I love that because most people, listeners, this is what you have to understand. Most people go, well, I just really did what I like. Like that's what most people do, right? What I like, what I'm comfortable with, I'm going to put it out there. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, great. But what you did, which I think is brilliant, is you actually talked to other people. Yeah. And then you discovered their pain points. And then now you've leveraged humor and education to try to alleviate their pain points. Yeah. Right? It's brilliant. Yep. You see so how. And you yeah, sorry, it. finish that. You see okay. a need of what? You see a need and you just fulfill it. 100%. And, and so now, you, so you've got us there, right? You're, you, you found the need that you wanted to meet, but then there's, there's a bajillion different ways to actually do a TikTok. So how did you kind of discover like what your niche was going to be like? Yeah. Um, so it was all Gen Z, right? So I am an older sister of two younger sisters. One's 20 and one is 12. Um, so okay. the conversations we have when I go back home are very interesting. So when, yeah, I, I, bet. To my, yep, when I talk to my 12-year-old sister, I am only 24. I just turned 24 this year. So I am okay. Gen Z. Um, so technically, I'm like the oldest of Gen Z. So I'm really ho- like holding on to that title, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I am. And so when I talk to my sister, Lexi, who's 12, she just, she wants to know so much, you know? And so I was like, are your friends this way too? Like, tell me a little bit about what you learn in school. Um, and of course, all schools are different, but it just, that is, that is where I wanted to focus the most was um, hitting, you know, hitting that Gen Z generation. Yeah. And so giving them a little bit of a taste to what a mortgage is, or even the fact of that's, that's linked to buying a house. Like if people can just understand right. that when they're that young, then they are not so scared of it. Um, you know, so right. that, that's what I, that's what I'm mainly focusing on is, is teaching Gen Z as much as I can. And I have people who comment on my TikToks all the time. And it's so funny. Cause they'll say, dude, I don't know what a mortgage is, but I'll see you in seven years. You know, I'm only 12 and I'm like, Perfect. Oh my gosh. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Just line them up. You'll be good to go. So how, because I, I, this is what I do for a living, right? Like I help realtors and lenders navigate social media, figure out what content they're supposed to be, be talking about. And so for you, from a content perspective, like how do you know what you should be talking about for, for the videos that you're making? So I look at what goes viral. Um, and sometimes... I spend more time than I should on, on TikTok. And then other yeah. times, you know, I, I find a trend. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. There are so many people and I know I probably should be more organized, but I'm just going to be totally honest. I'm not, I don't have content days. I don't have, I love things. it. You know, if I sit 
if I'm sitting there and I have some downtime and I'm scrolling through TikTok, I see a trend I like, um, I get excited to do it. And then I do it with, I, I make the recording and then the content comes later for me. So as long as I have the video and I'm doing that trend, all of the words and whatever uh, will eventually come. I'll talk to somebody about an FHA loan and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, that video I recorded earlier this week of this trend is perfect for this situation. Or somebody will call me and say, I'm trying to buy a second house, but I don't know how to, you know, whatever it is. And then this content comes to me. Um, I think it's when you force it that it just doesn't yeah. become fun anymore. And then that's when people get stressed out about what to post. So I say- so- just do the do the viral videos and then the content comes after. So let's let's back up for a sec because I've got a lot of listeners that, you know, are lenders and realtors in their 50s, in their 60s. So like I totally understand everything you just said. But there's going to be tons of people that are like, how do you know what's going viral? And then what does that even mean? Right? So can you kind of like take a step back from obviously your level of TikTokness, and, and help us understand like what, what you're doing that allows you to then put words where you want to put them. Yep. So there's two different ways, right? Um, one, which is pretty simple. You can see on what is trending on TikTok as far as sounds. And that's as easy as taking your phone, recording the wall. And then once you pick a sound, it'll say viral sounds. You take those sounds and you go and see what videos are with that sound. Sometimes, and for whoever's listening out there that doesn't understand TikTok, it doesn't mean that any of them make sense. Sometimes they are the dumbest things (laughs) that come with the sounds, okay? It could be a shoulder shrug, you know, and that's the most recent one that- Oh, yeah. Okay, so it could be really dumb. Um, And so it doesn't mean that any of these make sense. It just means that because they're going viral, you get more exposure when you hop on that trend. Um, and for me, that means more exposure to Gen Z because they're really the ones who are coming up with most of these trends and these songs. Right. Um, the second is honestly seeing what is recurring in my, in my feed. So Mm. if I've seen a couple different friends and it's already been the third time and I've been on TikTok for 10 minutes, I'm going to save that sound and then I'm going to go back to it and see if I can recreate it with whatever, you know, video makes that sound go viral as well. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, 100%. And, and then guys, so y'all understand this. Like what, what I want you to picture in your head is a lot of these sounds have dances and or movements associated with them, right? It's not all dancing. Yeah. Some of it is pointing, right? And, and so guys, what, what Theoni is saying she's doing is she's just recording the movements. And then when she gets an idea in her head that's mortgage related, then she'll break those down into statements. And then after the fact, you're plugging those in, right? So you might make multiple videos with the same dance, but the words and phrases are are all different, right? Yep. And I've, I've done that before. So if you go onto my TikTok, you'll see I have different, which is what go ahead and tell everybody what your TikTok is. Theoni the lender. I am Theoni the lender on all platforms. There we go. Now, make it easy on my team to, yeah. to find you for the <laughs> show notes. So do, how important is like picking the right hashtags for TikTok? Um, this is tough because 
I've tested this after I went viral okay. a few times. Um, I, I made two videos of the same thing actually in this dress. So I don't know if it was a dress or if it was the hashtags. I'm not sure. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I did two different videos telling people to basically chill out in this market and, you know, maybe don't submit an offer because I didn't want people to get um, discouraged by the lending process if they were getting their offers many times. So I made two videos, very identical in the car, same type of video. One, I used hashtags. One, I used no hashtags. The one with no hashtags went viral so fast. And the one with no hashtags, I think I got like 15 likes. So I don't. I don't think they're really interesting algorithm with hashtags. Yeah. Personally, what I believe it is, is the time of day you post. I think the later is okay. uh, The more exposure you're going to get. I don't think hashtags have anything to do with it. So you said the later in the day, the more exposure you get. Yeah. There's definitely a, all right. I think before, like, don't, I mean, don't quote me on this. I'm no expert. I will. I have not sat down to do the sure. you know, computerized analytics on this, but I think between like 4.30 and 6.30 is where I've personally seen most of my videos go viral. When I okay. Okay. Oh, I, when you said later in the day, I was like, man, all these old people, like, cause I, I feel like I'm getting old. And so <laughs> before to 6.30, that's still, that's not bad. You know, yeah. That's doable. It's later in the day. If you're, if you, if you're like, I mean, I'm, I'm an early bird, so I'm up early. So later in the day for yeah. me is three. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, me too. So let, do you, do you repurpose any of your TikTok content for other platforms? Instagram. Um, I do on Instagram. I do not post, uh, I don't post them as reels. I will make reels in Instagram because okay. all platforms like it when you use right. stuff. So I would never yep. post an you know a TikTok video on Instagram and vice versa. I think I've done that once from Instagram yeah. to TikTok and I didn't get anything. And I was like, this just, you know, further clarifying yeah. that that doesn't work. So I don't yeah. repurpose them, but every time, like in that sense, but every time I post one on TikTok, I will always put it on my stories on Instagram because not all the people I work mm. with are on TikTok. Um, so I right. want them to see that I'm doing stuff still, but some of them yeah. are still hesitant to ever have TikTok, but I throw it in their face anyway. I'm like, you have to see this. So <laughs> then I put it on a highlight reel. Um, and then people can still see my TikToks without having to. I love it. TikTok. I love that. I, that's, I, I think that's so smart. So Theone, talk about like you're, you're out there, right? You, you are almost at 600,000 likes, which, which is just, which is so cool. You know, 24 years old, you'll have a million likes probably before the end of the year. And, and so you are, you probably run across like negative comments on your, on your videos, you know, how, and and you're 24, right? Like I'm almost 39. So I'm like a grown man that should have thick rhino skin by now, but, but like you're young. And, and so like, how do you kind of fight through, the negative comments? How do you not let it get the best of you? Like, talk to me about, about some of that. Yeah. I use them. Um, I use them. And by that, and everyone's going to say, you know, my haters are my motivators or, you know, whatever quote yeah. we're using these days, but I use them and I post them on my Instagram story. I think they are amazingly funny. Um, okay. 
not, because you have to understand that whatever you do, whatever field you're in, you cannot be an expert in, um, you know, so there are people that are going to comment on your stuff. And some people even say they're realtors and stuff too. And for those people, I'm honestly, I feel bad for more than I laugh at. Um, sure. But you have to understand that these people, of course, they're going to, to put out hate because they don't know anything about what you do. Um, they yeah. don't know that every day mortgage officers, loan officers, and, and real estate people get plummeted with negative comments from people we work with. Right. right. So, yeah. um, so for that, like use that, you know, use your experience of, of working with these people that you do know, um, to, to make everybody else seem a little bit funnier, you know? And so, uh, I, I had it. a guy who said, you know, seven years, you've been in this industry. How old were you? Like 13, go get a French press cappuccino or whatever. And so I was like, <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, of course, like, that's awesome. You know, I look young. I have no idea what a French press cappuccino matcha latte is, but I posted I it on my Instagram and I was like, anybody know what this coffee is and has anyone that's tried hilarious. it? Like, I might go try it. Um, and so the more you do that, the easier it gets to actually read those comments because I do read every single one of my comments. Some of them get yeah. into thousands and I still take the time to sit there and respond to as wow. many as I can um, and read them. So I do read them. Um, so I've, I've, run, I've read a lot and I've run into some hateful ones, but you have to laugh it off. You can't, you can't use it as motivation. You can't use it as anything. You just yeah. have to find it as pure comedy. You just laugh it off. I love it. I love it. So tell me, because you're, you're still, you know, you might be, you might be the youngest guest on, on my podcast. Oh, so look at that. Look at that badge of honor. You get to wear I think so proudly tag, you know, I I might make you one. If you would, if you would wear it in a TikTok, you know, I'll make you a youngest guest ever on the, the social media mindset podcast badge. Uh, my six-year-old could make something really cool <laughs> that you would love because she's Perfect. really talented, but that's out. not why that's not why we're, we're on this podcast. What, what do you think? I constantly deal with insecure realtors and lenders. Like that's the number one thing that I deal with, right? It is they're not pretty enough. My voice is annoying. I don't know what to talk about, right? Like everything negative. What do you think? What's your parents instill in you just as you were growing up to like give you the confidence that you have to go do something like you're doing? Yeah, that's a good question. So I was born in Albania and I came here when okay. I was My parents are very foreign. Um, so I kind of grew up with tough love. Um, but mm. I also grew up with like realistic love as well, if that makes sense. So okay, I had a, sure. very, had a very, uh, realistic view of the world ever since I was young. So I knew people weren't going to like me from the age of four, because when I came wow. here and I had an accent and I couldn't speak English, they were making fun of me. And so, mm. um, I don't remember all of that, but I think it does tie in because I, I, just know people, not everyone's going to like you. So like, why don't you just do the things that are fun anyway? Right. Mm. Um, not everyone's going to enjoy it. And it's, and eventually, eventually in the real estate career, whether you're a loan officer or a realtor, um, you're going to understand that 
you don't want to work with everyone either, you know? So, um, right. yeah. one, you know, one size fits all for people. We don't mesh that way. And if you are going to force that upon everybody, then they're going to have an awful experience with that transaction. So that's what kind of gets me going. And I think the people that I attract when I'm on there are going to be the ones that make my job more fun and I give them the best experience. So, so good. And so that's, you know, that's really it. And it just has to be fun. Everything I've ever done in my life, I've just had fun doing it. And again, people are going to judge you regardless. So if you're having fun, then that's all that really matters. I know that kind of sounds corny, but no, I I think it's, I I love it. Old people, every old person that's listening to this, take note of the knowledge and wisdom of a 24-year-old that's truly able to say, if people are already not going to like me, I'm going to just do what I want anyway. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I know it's tough because I talk to... I talk to people who I work with in here, um, my bosses, Kevin and Lisa, who are like my second parents. And they're like, at first when I started TikTok, they were like, you're going to do what on where and do what with your body? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it was crazy that like you could be so outgoing on social media. So I get it because for so long, people that are older in this industry, um, and I don't want to call them old people because that feeds into this insecurity, right? I follow right. a lot of older people in the industry, more seasoned people. And I think they're hilarious. Like, and right. they have so much yeah. experience and so much under their belt that they can make more fun for us. You know, I'd love yep. learning about how lending used to be versus how it is now and how these people adapted. That is a whole genre that I wish I could tap into, but I'm not old enough right. to do that. So yeah, you know, it's so cool. Guys, what, what she just said is you, you leverage what you have. Like you can't truly leverage wisdom yet. You're 24 years old, right? I really can't. I'm 38 and I really can't leverage wisdom. Right. So at 24, you go to humor, right? You go to entertainment because that's what you have in your bag of tricks. Yes. Right. And, and so that, that's why I wanted you to be on this, on on this podcast, because there's so many people that like they, they, they just won't even touch TikTok because they're like, well, that's just for young people. And I think the reason people are saying that is just because so many of the so-called older people are just afraid to be in that space. It's not that they're not wanted in that space. No. You're and right. so talk to people because Theoni, you said, you know, you, you eight months ago is when you really started hitting traction and growing rapidly 12 months ago is when you got on TikTok just kind of casually, passively. And so talk to the listeners, like encourage people for a moment about like when they start this, they're going to put energy into these videos and they're going to get two people, like two people are going to see it at first. Five people might see it. Like nobody's guaranteed to, to go viral with a video, right? And so what would you say to kind of still encourage people to dip their toe in the TikTok water, even though they may not get what they want out of it right away. If it feels like work, you're going to hate it. If I love it. If it feels like work, you're going to hate it. If it feels like you're going to download TikTok to try to get business from it, you're not going to like it. You're not going to be successful. It's going to feel like another job. Yeah. You have to see TikTok as a platform to have fun while also being able to see the vision of possibly gaining business from it one day. That cannot be why you get on it. You can't be like, everyone's already done it. 
like I'm going to try, but it's not going to work because nobody cares about real estate. You have to go on it and experiment with it. You have to see what is more fun for you. Is it voiceovers? Is it the dances? Um, is it the pointing ones? I mean, you have to, you have to see it as fun because once it becomes a job and trust, I mean, you know, this oh, yeah. career, like we already do a lot. So we can't right. keep adding more jobs to our plates. We have to we have to utilize these resources and make them fun for ourselves, you know, and then, yeah. and then the business and then the following comes after it. So this is what I want to encourage people. And this is what I tell people who enter it in their forties, fifties, even sometimes sixties for their business. If you go on there and you just try to advertise whatever you do, it's not going to work and you're going to hate it because if that's your only goal, you're not going to see success and it's just not going to be fun. So you're not going to, so good. you're not going to keep going with it. So that's, that's my two cents. So good. That is, that's a really good two cents. <laughs> so I, I, I second everything you just said. Well, what I want to finish with is, are, is there anyone you follow or like, how do you learn what's new in TikTok and what's coming, you know, like the new edits that they'll throw in and just all the, just the way social media evolves. Is there a source where you kind of learn some some of that stuff or do you just dig into it yourself and just fail your way through? That is that is the most fun for me. When okay. TikTok updates on my phone, I spend like an hour at night and I just go through and I try to see what they what they did. Same with Instagram. Um, now there are different coaches and stuff. When you utilize TikTok, it picks up on what you like to see. So if you're going to get on TikTok for the first time and you have no freaking idea what you're doing, um, yeah. have to have people like TikTok coaches, uh, you know, TikTok editing software, whatever, all these new TikTok things. And then you'll see these people populating up on your feed. Um, but for me, because I've been on the space for so long, I know where yeah. everything really would be if they sure. it. It's part of the fun for me. Um, to see what the new thing is. So for me personally, that's that's what I do. But if you're new to the space, of course, there are so many coaches on here and it's information for free guys. So, you know, use it, like go and 100%. Do it. 100%. So Theone, how, how can everybody like, well, you already gave out your socials a few minutes back, but if, if everyone forgot already, will you remind them of your social and, and if there's any, if there's a website that you want people to connect to you on, how, how do they do it? Yeah. So, um, I am Theone the lender on all platforms, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Uh, and then I, I have a website, www.theonethelender.com. Oh my God. I, I was looking at my name, Theone Rappo, not I'll- Theone Rappo. I might get married one day. So that's why I didn't put the last name. <laughs> um, so again, yeah, that- the lender on smart. everything. But yeah, the, uh, and, if you find me on Instagram, my email is also linked on there. And so is my, um, my cell phone. So you can tell oh, good anytime, anytime. And guys, you're going to go watch her, her map TikToks yes. and you could help her scratch off another state. Yeah. That's my new, so uh, reach out to her, please. Uh, I can't wait I love to see it. what all of these like scratch offs lay. There are some states that I think I know what the landmarks are. Like Ohio, I was so surprised. I was like, I don't even know what this park is. I had to like Google it. Huh. Well, I definitely don't know. 
Because you're cl- you're closer to going to school than I am, so if you don't know it, I have no shot. Perfect. We're on the same. Sione, I I can't I can't thank you enough. This has been so much fun. I've I loved having you on. Keep kicking butt. I I, I love everything that you're doing and and all the value that that you brought to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'll be here if anybody has any questions. And I'm sure I'll talk to you soon again, Kyle. Of course. Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of The Social Media Mindset. We'll be back real soon with another cool person with even cooler stories. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.